Yeehaw! Y'all want a date with an international model? Well, Hillbilly Horror Show is going to make it happen. Oh, That's right. We're having ourselves a contest. And the winner gets an all-expense-paid trip to Hollywood and a date with international swimsuit model and star of Hillbilly Horror Show actress Rachel Faulkner. You are going to make some guy so happy. Head on over to HillbillyHorrorShow.com for details and be sure to catch Hillbilly Horror Show Volume 2 on DVD February 17th. Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, a.k.a. Gruesome Herzog, and the character of Cephas from the Hillbilly Horror Show. My very special guest is director-writer Christopher G. Moore. He's responsible for films like Flush with Fear in 2011, the big film Foodie in 2012, and his newest project, Disengage, in 2014. Let's talk to Christopher G. Moore. So, uh, Christopher... um, the reason why you contacted me is one of the the main reason, obviously, is because you were part of the Hillbilly Horror Show, and as you know, I play Cephas, and Bo Keister plays Bo, and Rachel Faulkner plays Lulu, and Foodie is part of that awesome Hillbilly Horror Show collection. So before we get into Foodie, I want to talk to you about a film that came out in 2011, uh, Flush with Fear. Now I have not seen it, but from what I heard. It's, it was pretty successful in the in the uh, uh, film festivals. Am I correct? Well, we, yeah, we uh, we got into uh, I forgot how many different film festivals, but we did win two awards for it. Um, I think we got it eight or ten festivals. Uh, but yeah, we, we won uh, best horror short at the New York City International Film Festival. Um, so that was a fun thing because that that film um, actually grew out of my love of Sam Raimi. Uh, I'd seen uh, Drag Me to Hell, and I really loved that film, and I always wondered. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wondered what would happen if you set that in the bathroom. <laughs> so, mm. your cast for Flush with Fear: um, Alina Koch, mm-hmm. of course yourself, uh, Jesse Nemeth, and Dustin Webb. Are these uh, actors that you've known? Are they, or did you cast? I mean, I know a lot of uh, filmmakers when they first get started, they have friends that are pretty good actresses, and and you form a family to make a film. Is that how this happened, or did you actually have a open cast? Well, that that was uh, uh, much earlier, uh, I guess, in my film career. Um, and uh, a lot of the people that were involved with it uh, were... Uh, I used to do improv, comedic improv, many years ago. Oh, and wow. a lot of those people that are in it are actually part of that improv club. Um, Alina, actually, um, there was a film I did before... Uh, Flush with Fear called Bursters. She was in that yeah. film as well. Um, and she's actually been in uh, four of my last few films because um, she was also in Foodie. She has a small part in Foodie. Um, and then she's also in my next film, Disengage. So, but yeah, I, nice. I, I do like to... There are certain types of actors that I like to work with from time to time. I know that uh, there are people from Foodie that show up in uh, Disengaged as well. So... Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I think after a while you do sort of have that sort of uh, like Tarantino, chemistry. yeah, chemistry or chemistry. Yeah, like Tarantino does, where he likes to work with certain actors over and over. Well, let's go in, go into this um, foodie. Serious, 
is a film that actually I have not seen. It's kind of weird until um, I watched it for the Hillbilly Horror Show. And, and you know, there are some um, other short films that has to do with um, humans and uh, uh, food. And Foodie has this, uh, of course it's a comedy too, but it has this uh, unique style to it. I mean, I the the quality of the 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 shoots is brilliant. The the cast was like uh the chemistry was there. It you know, a lot of short films like this, there's a bunch of them and there's some that aren't quite as sharp, but the chemistry of the cast works so well together and when you start watching this short film, you yourself have the person, the viewer hooked line and sinker right from the very start. Now, I mean, and then when it gets to the main part of the story, it's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it, it, it totally surprises you of what the deal is. And then when it comes towards the end of the film, you're thinking, yes, he might survive this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and there's more twists and turns going on. The, each character has a really... Um, uh, off-the-wall type character, and I think that's what makes this film so... Why it won an award, and why it was selected for the Hillbilly Horror Show, is because of, you know, not just because it won an award, in my opinion, it's more because of the way it was shot. It was shot like it's a uh, 100,000 or more budget film, because it was really taken very serious on how you made this film, to where, I mean... My God, I would love to see this thing as a full feature in the future. I really would. Well, it, uh, I really appreciate the compliment, um, and a lot of that's due to all the different people involved that helped to make it. Uh, the, the weird thing about Foodie, that was actually the first time I'd actually collaborated with a writer, because most of the stuff I'd done before I'd written myself. And uh, Eric Pruitt, who wrote it, and uh, he, uh, they lost the director and a producer that were going to make it, and he was looking for a director, and I had a meeting with him, and right away he said, I want you to direct this. And I collaborated with him on the script because we had to whittle it down a little bit so it could be more of a short film. Um, and, you know, we've always talked about if anybody ever approached us to make a feature, we would love to do that. Um, and a lot of the cast had already been sort of pretty much cast um, when I came on the shoot, except for we, we did add the character of the girlfriend that Alina Koch plays to sort of add an extra element of, to the film, yeah and, yeah, and add a little twist, I think, towards the end. Yes. Um, but yeah, that that was a fun shoot. Uh, I mean, Ishmael Abdahalak, he's my um, my DP ish, um, and he was he just made everything happen that I wanted to happen because I really we did have have a, a few cool things visually that we wanted to do. Um, there's one part where we connect, we put the camera on the actor when he's walking down the hall to sort mm-hmm. of add that sort of drugged out sort of you know, uh, I noticed that 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 was a, a very unique. Um, not not to cut you off, I apologize, but on the, on the one scene to where he finally gets out of the bathtub, and I, you know, and, and after he takes care of his uh, boss, I guess per se, uh-huh. um, to have him turn around and face the corner, I thought that was one of a, a one of the, a very unique. Um, scene in a movie because you don't really see that. I mean, normally when they're staggering, they're always staggering first towards the camera. But you made it a little bit different to where 
he would he acted like he was really hurt, and he turned over and leaned in the corner, and then turned around. And I thought that was very unique uh, uh, cinematography right there. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, a lot of it also has to do with the performance of uh, Nick Carner, who played uh, Mueller. Um, yep. He did uh, such an amazing job, and that whole bathtub scene, uh, which we sh- actually ended up having to shoot overnight. Uh, because the original location, the lady came back early, and we were supposed to be shooting in her bathroom. And so at the last minute, we moved to Eric's house, and we moved everything out of his study. And he had actually had a cloth-fit tub in the back of his yard. We put it in there, cleaned it up, and we shot from, I think, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. the next day. So that whole bathtub scene was shot. And, and I think Nick was came out of the bathtub maybe two or three times. <laughs> oh, wow. So he was a real trooper. Now, I, I noticed um, a user review, a, a title, on it's right there. It shows on top of the IMDb. And a lot of these, I'm just going to come out and say it, there's a lot of haters, fly-by-night people on IMDb that has no idea what low-budget is or anything. But I love this title. It says, low-budget, but genuinely funny and well-written foodie attire. Now, I get it. I mean, if you, like, a lot of reviewers like myself and the Horror Society and uh, and so forth, we know by the title or by who's involved, we already know that it's going to be low budget, okay? Low budget doesn't need to be mentioned in a title for a review. That, that just leads me to believe that the person who wrote that has no idea what films are. I mean, I'm not being a dick by no means, but you get what I mean. We, come on. it's Independent films are usually low to middle, to maybe a little bit high, not real high, but not like the big budget films. But if you have a cast that's talented enough, you have a crew that's talented enough, and you have the, uh, what's that word to use, the ambition to make it look more than the budget you have, then that's all it needs to be said. And I think with Foodie is the quality of this film is at most amazing. I mean, you wouldn't even know it's a low-budget film. You wouldn't even know that these aren't name actors. It's not the point of getting... I mean, a lot of the distributors want a name actor in their film so they can get a distribution deal. But a lot of cases you don't need... In reality, you need a name actor to get a distro deal. But Mm -hmm. in reality, you don't need a big name for a short film to be successful, as you've proven here with food. Yeah, well, I, I see what I see your point with that. I think, I think the weird thing is when people say, "Oh, you know, this this film was great for a low budget." It almost sounds like it's a backhanded compliment to where it's like, "Oh, you can tell that the the quality of it is low because of low budget." I think it, I think that's what comes off when people throw the low budget term in there. So, right. uh, and yeah, I mean, and I think that's the that's the best. Uh, the best compliment I can get is when you or other people said that, like, like uh, disengaged my next film. You know, people were like, they couldn't believe that we shot that. You know, on a, an extremely uh, low amount of money. You know that that it was just as good as any big budget film. So, right. So right. yeah, it's it, it's good to know that people can sort of see the quality of it that we're able to pull off, even when we don't have a lot of cash to to work on it. Right. So, Foodie, uh, no, uh, it won. It says that you won one award. Is it we, up to date the IMDb or I, is it not up to date? That's more just not updating the IMDb. We actually won eight awards. 
Um, we we got into 15 film festivals over a two-year period. Our last award we won at the Crimson Screen Horror Film Festival in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, um, where we won uh, for Best Screenplay, which I was very happy about because I feel like Eric needs a, a major amount of the kudos for the film because he's the one that had the germ of the idea. He you know He's worked as a, a restaurant manager, so... He sees a lot of those sort of foodie types, and that sort of infused, you know, the the the, the humor aspect of that in the film. Well, let, before we get go on to the next one, let me mention some of the cast in Foodie because they, they all need some major props. Oh yeah, as you said, Garner mm-hmm. as Mueller, a uh, fantastic performance. Then you have David Barbarian who played John Lando. Mm-hmm. You had Alina Koch, as you mentioned, plays uh, Mueller's girlfriend Hannah. Mm-hmm. You have Jeff Aguirre as the French Milt, which that was quite a unique <laughs> character right there. I didn't quite know, but uh, Tony Hughes is Brandon X. You have Meredith Souse as Teddy. You have Tracy Coppage as Beth. You have Emily uh, Vazlaos as Darla. And you have Gilly Conklin as Shannon Von Vester. And John Jimerson as Greg. And then, of course, with all due respect, you have Jennifer Evans as the French Milt Groupie 1 and Stephanie Reinhardt as the French Milt Groupie 2. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I mean, I can go on forever. It's not because it's selected in the Hillbilly Horror Show's volumes. It's the film I thought was so above what I expected it to be. I mean, mind you, I've been doing this for five years, so I've seen tons and tons and tons of short films and, of course, full features. And this film, to me, is a stepping stone for you. Now, I haven't seen any other films. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything different. And maybe it might be a, an off statement to make, but from the quality that I see in Goody, I can see a bright future for your uh, film, uh, for your career. Oh, I really well, I, I really appreciate that, man. I mean, I, I think with each film, I try to be better. Um, and Foodie was a really, uh, was a fun shoot to work on, just, you know, especially the, the situation of uh, doing something a little bit different with collaborating with a writer. Um, yeah, and I, I had so much fun making it. And it's, it's a joy that, to see that so many people enjoy it and sort of see the humor of it. And, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, the next film, it's also, I want to give props, like I said, Eric Pruitt. This is his second uh, story that the screenplay that he's written for Disengaged. Now, you already started a, a an awesome team. 
with you and Eric. Mm-hmm. So now we're going into the second stage of uh, of the career wise. Now I've not seen Disengage. Is that available to see anywhere, or, or is it still going through the uh, festival? Well, circuit? it is going through the festival circuit. I know that we we do have it available to buy for like five dollars uh, through our VHX um, site that we set up recently. So okay. if people want to catch it, and it's just five dollars, and they can watch it. Um, uh, with that film, we've won three awards so far. Uh, we've gotten into seventeen film festivals. We, it screened at the New York City Horror Film Festival, which is a bucket list film festival for me. I had a blast there. Um, I'm going to California in February for the Pasadena International Film Festival. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's played at a lot of different film festivals, and in the last year, I really tried to to make it out to a lot, of the, a lot more of the film festivals than I have in the past uh, to meet people because uh, I love seeing people watch it live. And so, yeah, the, the film's you know, had a really good success so far. Cool. And then I see that it's uh, obviously it's a short film, and you also threw in the horror sci-fi thriller aspect of it. Now, how much of a sci-fi is it? Well, I, I guess the, the sci-fi aspect comes into play because um, it, it, it almost has like a Twilight Zone esque uh, uh, sort of look at, at the story. I mean, because basically, it, it uh, to give you a sort of synopsis, it's about a young lady who has a daunting task of taking care of her neighbors after a post-apocalyptic event causes them to freeze in place. Oh, shit. Yeah. I love it. So it's, and the cool thing is, and, and, and this is one of the things that I came away with when I first read the screenplay that uh, Eric gave to me one day, uh, who actually gave it to me at a foodie screening because he's like, hey, I want you to read this. It it, uh, it almost reminds me almost like a like a uh, like a new take on the zombie genre mm. because instead of you have the people sort of undead moving around, they're just frozen in place. And so it's almost like a precursor to a zombie film to where you, you're wondering, are they going to come back alive? You know, what's going to happen here? And I really love that aspect of it. They, you know, I can only imagine what would happen if you were in your neighborhood, if everybody just froze in place. You know, what would you do? Wow. Now I'm really stoked in, in seeing this. I have to get my ass in gear and uh, try to purchase it or however, just to, to give it a watch and a review and a promotion. Oh, wow. It, looks, it sounds very, very, very cool. Well, I, yeah, I, I would I definitely look forward to hearing what you think about it. Nice. Yeah, now I see that you have Katie Carpenter as Billie Jean, mm-hmm. and of course you have Gilly Conklin as Rhonda, which I think is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, she uh, she plays <laughs> she plays she plays an old lady and uh, the, the, the sort of uh, old lady hypocritical Christian character. Oh, I love uh, and uh, she reminds me. I don't know if you remember uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Yes. The old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has baby. Well, the, the weird thing about this film, it's it's probably it's less comedic than some of the other stuff I've done, and but there is one moment that she actually brings laughs out in the theater. So, That's but awesome. yeah, she's she's great. And you have Tracy Cubbage mm-hmm. as Ms. Carruthers. Mm-hmm. Carruthers. Yeah. And you have Lisa Gagnon as Audrey. You have, of course, you have. Nick Carner as Alan Landry, mm-hmm. and Jared Kearney as Jason, Jeffrey Moore as Dog Walker, Jennifer Pates as Holly, and James Rippy. Rip? Is that James Rip? Uh, Rippy. Right, I was right. Good. James Rippy as Jude. So, yeah, I definitely uh, want to see this. So, listeners, reviewers who listen to the interviews, uh, go ahead and uh, 
get yourself a copy and review this because I like the aspect of the uh, sci-fi part of it because there are some sci-fi shorts that I do get occasionally, but there isn't a lot that uh, really should be passed around for the reviewers to review, but I would definitely love to see this. And, of course, you have Alina Koch as Wendy Pickett, Miss Koch, the badass. Yeah, and, and she... She's really the heart of this film. I mean, she's she's the one that you see for the most part who's actually, you know, talking and moving around. And she's, you know, and I think Alina does an amazing performance in this film. There's a couple of uh, points in the film where I actually get teary-eyed watching it. And I never knew that I could make a film that could make me do that. So, wow. And I think a lot of that is is thankful to her performance in the film because she really is basically having to act you know, by herself for a good part of it. You know, you know right. she's having conversations with these frozen people because she's trying to sort of keep her sanity. And uh, she's really amazing, this film, and I'm really proud of her performance, and I'm, I'm really happy that uh, we got her to be in it. Okay, now I'm going to ask you a question. I know we don't do this, but it might be a dumb question. Which film took quick, was quicker to shoot, Foodie or Disengaged? Foodie, actually. <laughs> Right. Which is weird because Foodie's, you know, close to 30 minutes and, and Disengaged is, you know, we shot it, we shot it an extra weekend for Disengaged. Um, but it, it, Disengaged was a little bit more complicated because you have flashback scenarios and, yep. and you have, there's a lot of makeup involved with certain scenes. Um, we got uh, Mariah Johnson and Angela Pritchett from Biodeck Effects. They did an amazing job on the makeup. Because um, I think we have like one scene that involves like eight or nine people in makeup at one time, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it it was a little bit more complicated, I think, because I think with Disengage, I really wanted to sort of like challenge myself and and uh, do some really more cool shots and stuff. I mean, we actually used a uh, a drone in a couple of scenes so that we could sort of you know create some cool shots with that. Hmm. Well, I did notice that uh, you also uh, wrote a script for Mario Warfare in 2012, a TV series. Um, what was your experience like from going from directing two short films to being a screenwriter for a episode for a television series, Mario Warfare? Yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's a web series mm -hmm. that um, I've worked with the Michael Moore, who actually um, created uh, the Beatdown Boogie YouTube channel. Um, he uh, did a couple of stuff before that. He did a thing called Modern War Gear Solid that um, uh, I helped out on set a few times. And uh, then when they decided to do Mario Warfare, you know, he wrote the screenplay and they did they shot all this stuff and it didn't work out the way he wanted it to. Um, and so I had actually contacted him and said, "Hey, I have all these specific ideas," and he loved a lot of my ideas. And so that's where, how I became a co-writer on it. And uh, it's been a fun ride. I, I, it's weird being part of something. I think that I think recently the the uh, the series got a, a 22 million views. Um, it has a worldwide audience. We have people cosplaying as the characters in the Philippines and England. Uh, you know, they were able to raise like $38,000 to help make it via Kickstarter because of all the worldwide uh, fans. It's it's been a really fun process. I mean, it's it's more probably more uh, Micah's baby 
than it is mine. Yeah. Uh, I just helped to sort of contribute some ideas and stuff to the script. But uh, I've it's been a blast. Elena Koch actually is in it as well. She plays Princess Peach, so she's a part of that as well. Nice. Now, here is a, a user review that I find um, very, very powerful words. Yeah, I'm a gamer, and finding this web series was kind of a dream come true for me, because like any video game, it sets itself out to be what it is, and it should be fun. Basically, the web series is pretty much G.I. Joe, but with Nintendo characters. That's a hell of a compliment. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, um, you know, uh, Micah and uh, a few of the people involved, like Brian Lee and Matthew Sumner, they, they have a background in, in uh, action choreography and stuff. And so they, there's actually been a few people they worked with that have been from Chicago and L.A. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's. The cool, that's the cool thing about it is they really know how to shoot action. They know how to do really crazy stunts that I've seen them do live, and, and it hurts me just to watch because I think <laughs> they're going to die, you know, because they do like and do flips and stuff. And, and uh, we got to play around with a lot of different homages to different things. There's like one part of it that takes place, in, uh, which is uh, uh, like, like the movie Fight Club, except it's Smash Club. Um, and so that I came up with idea, idea, that idea. So for me, that's really cool to see some, some of the things, those ideas I came up with. And I actually get to, I play a part in, in his film in, in the series as well. I play Kamek. I get to play a bad guy, which for me was a, a really joy to do. Nice. Now, is there anything else that you have going on in the future that you can talk about after Disengage? Well, I know right now um, I'm currently... Um, we, uh, I'm currently editing my newest short film, um, and uh, we're going to be doing some pickup shots soon. And that one I'm hoping to really sort of uh, take my time with because there's a one film festival I want to get into called Fantastic Fest in Austin. I always wanted to go to that, and I'm, I'm hoping that it would be a world premiere whenever we finish it. And uh, it's, it's, it's uh, basically about a demonic creature that bites your penis off. Nice. It's, called, it's called Knob Goblins, and uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> so, so you can uh, we have a Facebook page, so you can always follow our Facebook page, Knob Goblins Film at face, uh, Facebook dot uh, com, Knob Goblins Film, and you can follow along. Um, and then also, you know, I have some other projects that are sort of in the pre-production stages. Uh, I'm working on a screenplay with a good friend of mine, Jeffrey Moore. Uh, it's going to be my first feature, and I'm hoping to maybe start on it later in the year. It's a haunted house film. Um, I always wanted to do like a hard R haunted house film. Um, and then uh, I also have an idea of uh, creating my own uh, sci-fi web series that I want to do probably in the next year. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, so it, it would almost be almost like combining my love of horror and Star Wars into one thing. I'm glad to have you on here. Uh, Foodie, I want to thank you and welcome you to the Hillbilly Horror Show family because that short film kicks ass. I'm definitely going to be doing a review on it very soon, maybe today or tomorrow, uh, get my input on the short film, which you heard me say quite a few things already, but I'll do a full review of it. Uh, later on this week, but uh, great to have you on. Oh. I mean, I wish you all the success in the world for Disengage because it really sounds phenomenal sounding. I would love to get a chance to view that. So, uh, again, thanks for coming on, Christopher. Oh, thank you for having me on, and uh, thanks for having Foodie a part of the uh, Hillbilly Horror Show family. Thank you. And, uh, again, uh, you are a talent to be reckoned with. I mean, uh, 
the way Foodie looks, I can imagine what what uh, Disengaged is going to look like. Oh, well, I, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. So, Well, thanks for coming on. You take care of yourself right. and uh, keep pumping away. Will do. Take care, buddy. Take care. We'll see Bye. you. Bye.